So literally, whilst bouncing down this episode, uh, I just came across the fact that it's Reggie's birthday, uh, as this episode is going out today on uh, on Monday. So uh, happy birthday, Reg. Uh, as a special treat to you from me, uh, I'm going to give out your personal details. So uh, your address and phone number uh, are coming right up. Grab a pen, boys and girls. Now, of course, that would be uh, foolish and inappropriate. Uh, so I guess I'm just going to have to go with a happy birthday. Happy birthday, my dear. You're listening to another great show from the Nod Network. Find more great content at nerdod.com. Quack, quack, motherfucker. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Nerd OD podcast, the official podcast for the Nod Network. My name is Sean. And Steve. But I was just about to say <laughs> there is a potential for me not called Steve once on this show. And we're in to the first 20 seconds. <laughs> and there it is. Um, bit of an interesting episode. Uh, I'll introduce you in a second. Um, we have no Dan and we have no Reg. Uh, so I've brought on a special guest star. Hi, Dave. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I thought if I didn't... I mean, I, I'll call you Sean. I always call you Sean. But if I didn't call you Steve in the pod, I know full well Sounds somewhere weird, Dan it? gets this tingling, <laughs> itchy feeling somewhere. He I knows something's wrong. I think it's more Reg than Dan. Okay. <laughs> Both of them. Well, Dan, because we're doing a podcast without him. I've had, I've had nightmares uh, where I've said that my name is Sean, and then this voice out of nowhere has gone, Steve. Like, <laughs> but corrected it in a way that's like that correctional tone that you took and that Reg always takes. Uh, so yeah, no Reg this week and no Dan this week. I was kind of looking forward to it. Though though because we've got well being without them <laughs> yeah it's like parents are away so let's wreck the place um no well dan went to japan uh, that rhymes dan went to japan last year and uh, me and reg got put in charge of doing the podcast uh so we did one episode here uh well at geek headquarters at the time but now it's nerd od headquarters and uh, it was it was such a bag of shit. It was, <laughs> it was like he's a big person to admit that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first problem was we didn't do the the airplane mode turn off thing, so the uh. audio quality was awful. <laughs> so Dan was shitting a brick about that. Right. Um, we didn't really talk about much. We just laid into Dan for the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like even even Reg fans that that aren't fans of. Sean or Steve were still like, oh my god, that was terrible, even though Reg was in it. Like, so it got heavily criticised. So uh, yeah, Reg couldn't be here. Uh, Dan is uh, is on the other side of the world. Oh my god, have you been seeing the pictures that Dan's been posting? He he is on a trip, which I can only assume is a Jap- uh, sort of Japanese anime... Anything <laughs> like it's it's an absolute fanboy's dream. Yeah. Like he, he takes a photograph and he posts it, and he's standing under fucking Japanese cherry blossoms. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god! Like the only thing I know about Japan is the cherry blossoms, and he's there, and he's in them, and he's in like he's in a, a cafe devoted to is it Sword Art Online? Yeah. Where like everything is that, and I'm like, I don't even know. What about is that this, about? Because it has like a it was basically sword through, a sword through food. 
I, I, I'm going to be honest, I have no idea what Sword Art Online is. All I know is it's got a huge following of people who clearly aren't me. So, <laughs> but it's like, is there, and he's in another place where there's like, there's anime stuff, and there's like a, a, a Ghibli, like, theme park. Uh, like, you're not allowed to take pictures, pictures in there, but apparently Totoro was there, like, hugging people on your way in and stuff. That'd like, be trippy. That would be trippy. It's weird. Well, yeah. I watched that for the first time the other day, by the way. I really? uh, don't want to get too much into that, but the whole cat bus thing was really bizarre. Have you seen it? Can I, can I make another confession? Go on. I have never watched a Studio Ghibli film. Really? In its entirety. You should probably watch that. I'm a terrible person. I think I've, <laughs> people have said to me before, Dave, you've never done this, therefore you are a terrible person. And I, I realize I have to kind of accept that now. That's my life now. Kind of a shame. Uh, did I tell you about the... Um, we'll talk more about the Switch later, but somebody released a fake review of the new Zelda game. Really? And it's like, and it's got all your favourite characters, Zelda, and then you see Link. And then it goes, <laughs> and then it goes uh, Princess Mononuki, and it shows Princess Zelda. <laughs> and then it goes, Father Christmas, and it's that big guy with the beard. <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, but I honestly thought that the Zelda game was two-player because it started talking about it, the fact that it was multiplayer, and it just showed Link uh, from two different angles, and I got fooled into thinking that it was multiplayer. It Even happens. though a Zelda game game has never been uh, multiplayer. It's, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's not Zelda's not the kind of franchise to really support that. It's it's always been very much a you are one person on an adventure and that is it. So it feels like you couldn't even shoehorn that in somewhere. It wouldn't feel right, would it? Do you not think it's got anything to do with the fact that the uh, producers of, of that of that series have no uh, online multiplayer uh, sort of platform? Yeah, that's probably a part of it too. What was it? What was it like? What was like which is the one that was the Nintendo uh, the Animal Crossing one oh, that was geez. like really close to being an online game, although it was mental. Yeah, uh, it's like that's as close as you get. It's, no. There's a new indie game uh, like that, which is um, oh, Stardew Valley. Right. Have you seen the trailers no, for no, no, it? Yeah. Check it out. It was on uh, Humble Bundle a couple of weeks ago. I bought that, by the way. Yeah. I wanted to talk the da- to the guys about it because it was this indie game Humble Bundle that was like thirty dollars. Do you know how Humble Bundle yeah, works? Yeah. It's amazing. It's um, so I paid about twenty three pounds, uh, and there was like. There were so many games, it's insane. But now I own Super Meat Boy, like nice. so rather than downloading <laughs> it. Um, I played for the first time ever, Day of the Tentacle. I've never played it before. Really? Um, it's such a hard game. But in there is Stardew Valley, and I really, really want to get back into that. I really want to get into that. Uh, anyway, we're talking about Dan. <laughs> so oh, yeah, let's yeah, get yeah, back yeah. to it. Who's um, Dan? He's been gone now. He's... <laughs> so what made me laugh is he sent a message uh, to me from his uh, his plane just before he took off. And he was flying with KLM uh, between Amsterdam and... Um, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. <laughs> Amsterdam. Why did I not think of that? Um, between Amsterdam and uh, and Japan. Both rhyme, actually. Uh, and... Hang on. It is... I know it's a, a audio pod. This does make sense. He sent me a picture and it says... Uh, this is a list of the videos that he's got in the headrest, you know, in the front headrest right, yeah. of the TV. Uh, and this is, uh, honestly, a list of the videos that you can watch. How to land in the dark. Air traffic control. How airplanes actually fly. Engine failure. Flying through mountains. Was this like... <laughs> is this like an instructional video for the pilot that somehow know. got ruined in the entire cabin? What this reminds me of is a list of Troy McClaw videos. <laughs> <laughs> you may remember me from such videos as flying through mountains. <laughs> Engine failure. 
<laughs> I'm like, you know, I get that. Like, I'm I'm the guy on an airplane who I will get into my seat, I will seatbelt up, like I'm, headrest where it's supposed to be, yeah. get the safety card out, and I will read the safety card from back. I've written, <laughs> I have flown on a 767 a dozen times. I will read the safety card every goddamn time, just in case. One time they changed something, and then one time they changed something. I'm going for the exit. I'm like, oh shit! It opens, opens outward opens this time. It opened inward every other time, but now I'm dead in a fire. So I'm reading the safety card every time. Yeah. So if I saw those videos, I'd be like, well, I obviously have to watch engine failure. <laughs> yeah. I gotta know what happens. Well, I get it. I get why they put it on there. It's to make you feel better about flying. Yeah. Now, I have said on previous podcasts. Actually, no, no, not on previous Nerd OD podcasts. On previous. G.E.E.K podcasts that I'm pretty confident that I could fly a plane and also land it safely. And, and that degree of skepticism <laughs> that's in your face was what I got from the guys as well. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that I could keep, if a plane was already flying, yeah. it was at a cruising altitude and it was just doing its thing, Yeah, I could get in the pilot's seat and, just and not there. crash the plane <laughs> by holding the controls in the exact place where they are and never moving a muscle. If I had to adjust that plane even a fraction, just we're going in the sea. Flat. Like I'd be like, I would tilt it like. She's gonna go from a horizontal speed to vertical straight up vertical. Speed. Like I would like tilt it a touch to the left, and we'd be nose diving into the ocean. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. It'd trust be like myself. a proper Family Guy moment. You yeah. know, like when they do those clips where it's like everything's fine, and then <laughs> yeah, cut away to a humorous scene of me crashing a plane. <laughs> no, it's pretty easy though. Like they give you like you got these little controls along the top, the little knobs. And you, the one, one of them's for a, a vertical, a vertical speed. Um, one of them is for uh, for speed, horizontal speed. <laughs> uh, one of them is for uh, for direction, which which direction you're heading in. Uh, and you just adjust those. Like, right, <laughs> I I feel I have to apologize to any potential pilots out there that could be listening to this. <laughs> yeah, Someone that's not all not, you do. <laughs> he's not disparaging your entire profession. <laughs> he's simply pointing knobs. out that there is a degree of automation <laughs> and safety in what you do. And he greatly respects that. They're essentially a DJ. (laughs) (laughs) And this one goes out to Shirley in row C. It's called Steep Bank to the Left. (laughs) No, but yeah, Dan's photos in Japan, they are... Something to behold. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he's enjoying himself. How did he end up in a video, like, the second he landed? Apparently well, Lucy was like, she got invited to do some kind of interview that she instantly forgot what the subject was. <laughs> then, <laughs> my question is, were they interviewing them in English? Yes. Or was the guy just talking at her in Japanese? She's like, I'll go with it. I'll see what happens. You know what gets me is uh, the, the English language that the Japanese do in their TV shows. It's fantastic. It's like some kind of bastardized American slash South African slash like oh really posh English. English. It's 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 that's it's quite something. Fantastic. It's that's amazing. Quite and that's what they talk in. It's brilliant. Wow. Uh, I've been watching when I when I'm uh, when I've been at Dan's. Uh, he's got all his stuff queued up on his sky um, on his skybox about learning Japanese uh, Japanese culture. Uh, there's like, <laughs> are we convinced Dan's coming home? <laughs> no, it sounds like he's all. been doing a lot of prep for his like, trip. 
Uh, name some uh, daytime TV shows that's on the BBC. That one about, but yeah, Japanese bargain hunt. <laughs> like oh, basically wow. those kind of shows. It's oh god, insane. I want to see that. That's all he's got queued up. So like he'll go to bed. I'll be asleep on the couch, and then I'll get a message pop up saying, "Okay, I know you're watching Family Guy at the moment, or Community, or whatever I'm watching, but <laughs> the, the the owner of this house has got two videos queued, both the Japanese how-to videos. <laughs> like so, either you're watching them." <laughs> or like you're going to sleep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> happens all the time. Oh but God, I'm desperate to watch Japanese bargain hunt now. <laughs> in answer to your question, though, I don't think he's coming back. No, no, he's gone forever. So you would be in need of another host for the Nerdo D podcast. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I t- not that I'm filling your you know your spot, he, Dan. It's technically, you come back, but... it is technically Dan's podcast. So oh. like to fill that spot, you there's a lot of work involved. I can right? bring a list. You've got to you've got to police me going off topic all the time. Like keep in mind, I was trying to I started off trying to talk about Dan, and we've already gone on to the uh, to the switch and then to right. somewhere else. So I'm and not that guy. Can, no, I'm not that guy. I, I just Dan, please come home. Please <laughs> yeah. come home and fix this. Um. Yeah. So how's things? Pretty good. Pretty good. I I feel that I have to warn you now that I am very excited. I mean. Very excited. Is this a Star Wars thing? No, no, no. This is... I mean, usually, yes. But in this instance, it is a Mass Effect Andromeda thing. Oh, I remember you talking I about honestly... I have not been this psyched for a game for a while. So, pretend that you're not talking to Reg, because he would know everything about this. Pretend okay. you're talking to someone that has never played a Mass Effect game. Okay. Go. So, Mass Effect is, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, the greatest... The greatest... Uh, story-based game that I've ever played. Have you played Portal? The Portal's fun. Portal's fun, the gameplay's fun, the story's good. But this, the, the character building, the the history behind it, the a level of detail is exceptional. And I mean, if you play it from uh, the first Mass Effect game through the second into the third with a DLC and all the rest of it that is, uh, comes with a fucking EA Games franchise. Um, big love to Bioware. No love <laughs> to EA Games. Um... You have this this incredible sort of rich universe where you've got you, decisions that you make make a huge impact, and I mean that. And people will complain about the ending to Mass Effect Three, and I won't spoil that for those who haven't had the pleasure of playing the game. Like Resident Evil, and the fact that what you do sometimes will kill a character. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- those kind of those kind of effects. But for me, like, if I I, I played the, the series of games a few times through, number two more because number two I think was. Absolutely phenomenal, but never mind. Uh, but a, a full playthrough of one to three took me, on average, about a hundred hours of gameplay time. And then people out there, I doubt people listening to the the, the Nerd or D podcast would complain about game time. But there are people out there that think that's a waste of time, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and that's bullshit, right? <laughs> because as a game, this is the great, and it's the greatest game because first of all, you've got your shepherd, commander shepherd, and yes, that's male or female, your choice. Traditionally, I've always played male shepherd, not out of any preference, just because that was the default, and I'm lazy. Sexist. So, yeah. I'm also sexist, obviously. Yeah. No, I'm lazy. I'm lazy. So it gave me John Shepard male character. I went, okay, go. I didn't yeah. customize his face. I didn't mess around. It was just that guy was there. So he's Sounds my like Shepherd. Resident Evil. You got like Jill or, or, or Chris. Yeah. And I um, played that game through, and you have these, these relationships with these characters, and this sort of this story that arcs through into these different games. And I do mean relationships if like you want to go there. Barry or Rebecca Chalmers, the Chambers. But sorry, I'm just comparing to Resident Evil. Fine. It sounds like Resident Evil. But I think that the, the the story is a bit 
richer, I think. I think the way it goes. And I think that it culminated in the, in the third game, which had this huge, like, climactic galactic battle that was just insane. Um, it's like first person. It's like you're uh, Third person. Third right, person. Okay. But it's, honestly, for story and for content and for character and world building, I honestly think it's the best game series there is. Uh, followed closely by the Fallout game series, but again, I'm... No, I played Fallout game. I played the you, Fallout uh, iPhone game. That, was, that uh, was fun. You need to fix that. Okay. Because I, I was playing the first Fallout... Oh, Christ, how long ago was that now? Probably... I need to look it up. Probably 15 years. No, was that long? 10 years? Well, long because, time ago. Because of the uh, the Microsoft money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll come to that. We want to know about that. Oh, yeah. I've got free reign. I can talk <laughs> yeah. about that. That's awesome. To a degree. Uh, to yeah. a degree. But anyway, anyway, Mass Effect Andromeda, because it's like, it's been five years since Mass Effect 3. It's been five years since that game came out. And that was, blew my mind. So, Mass Effect Andromeda is coming out, and it's... Who makes it? Uh, Bioware. Right, okay. Just, Big love for yeah, Bioware, as I said. EA Games, not so much. But they got to distribute, right? Um, but it's a you know it's a new crew, it's a new galaxy, it's you know set in a very different timeline, um, and it looks like it's going to be incredible. And I've heard from a source, I don't know who it was, some person told me that the dialogue for the the quietest character in Mass Effect Andromeda has more dialogue than the main character Shepard yeah. of Mass Effect Three. Really. And the I I am sadly not played the Dragon Age games, but the smallest playable area in Andromeda is as big as the entire Dragon Age Origins map. That's insane. Which just makes me feel like this game is going to blow my mind. Yeah. And yeah, I've got some time off booked around the release so that I can get this game and play <laughs> it religiously. And I have a wife, and she has been warned, <laughs> and she knows, and she loves me anyway, so she's a hero. I but, love. I love that you tried to quote your sources. Then, like I've, I've been told, like it sounds a bit like someone Trump. I it's know. Like, <laughs> it's like people tell me all the time. Yeah, I have a very good brain, and people tell me things. <laughs> no, honestly, someone told me that fact, and the fact stuck with me. And sadly, they did not. And if you're listening to this, and it's you, I am sorry. <laughs> and thank you. And thank you as though. well. Thank you for that. Thank you for facts. Yeah, we appreciate facts. Yeah, but so, love that game. Play that game. Get that game. Um, talking about much love for uh, Bioware and little love for EA. Um, so tell me, what's one of the big company strategies that EA use that everyone hates them for? DLC from launch day. Okay, so guess what Nintendo have just done with their biggest oh, release? <laughs> not you, Nintendo. You're better than this. Nope. There's DLC uh, for Zelda, the new Zelda game. They've oh, released DLC. No, don't get me wrong. I can get behind DLC. If you've got a if you've got a finished product game, and they go, actually, here's some more content to add yeah. on top of that. I'm all for that, and I'll give you my money if the game is good enough. But if if it's a piece of content that should have been there at release, or the DLC is available on day one, that implies that you're trying to get more money, and that's crazy. Like there was there was some, there was some DLC for for Fallout Three, which was a piece of DLC that should have been in the main game. Yeah, and. If you had pre-ordered something and you got it anyway, so it, it didn't it offset that that sting a little bit. But that is that's EA knowing full well that if you've been waiting a long time for a game, you'll pay a few extra quid or a few extra dollars for this bit of extra. And it's it was a good bit of DLC. Don't get me wrong, it was a good extra chunk of storyline, but you shouldn't have had to pay for it. And you know, I'm concerned for Andromeda. I mean, they might do that with them as well but I'm hoping that the game is big enough that you won't need that for some time you want to go for like the the, the, the Valve approach when they finish with it I, 
Portal's one of my favourite games. With Portal 2, they finished the game. That was a finished game from start to finish. Yeah. Perfect. But they wanted to carry it on. So then they, they turned around and they were like, look, make your own maps. Like, yeah. And then play on your own maps. And that's cool. <laughs> you know, And that's really cool. And I would say that, um, that I, I'm, if you can add content to your product you know, a year from now, then you're doing something right because people are still playing your game yeah. and they want more from it. There was a piece of DLC for, for Mass Effect 3 called the uh, Citadel DLC and it was basically just extra story, extra dialogue, extra conversations, a few extra like combat type bits but it was you didn't need it. You didn't need it. But if you were someone who enjoyed the storytelling and you enjoyed the, the, the characters, then it was incredible because it just gave you huge sections of dialogue and, and character backgrounds and all kinds of things that if you're into that is a, a huge boon. Surely if you can keep a franchise alive for a longer period of time with as little subscription cost as, cost as possible, you're going to make more revenue from uh, merchandising. Like yeah. The fact that, um, you know, as I say, Portal 2 is still going, you can still go, go on and play maps that people have made recently. Yeah. Uh, you know, puzzles and stuff, and then you can race against each other to see who can solve that new puzzle that some guy from the community has made uh, wow. in the quickest time. That's it's such cool. a good way of doing it. But then if you go into, like, uh, any game shop... Uh, you will find Portal Two stuff, like yeah. put little things because it it's keeping the the uh, the franchise alive, uh, even though it's a game that came out like seven years ago. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm anyone who knows me will know that I am a sucker for good merchandise. Like, I went to <laughs> I went to Universal Studios in Orlando and bought and everything the shit that I bought. Man, I'm telling you, I am a I am a proud Hufflepuff. <laughs> so any Potter fans out there, Hufflepuff for life. Um, and I've been you know, eyeballing. Just hoodie. threw out the streets. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even not even not even Straight from the streets of Hogsmeade. Anyway, so I, you know, I bought. What's I, the gang sign for Hufflepuff? By the way, I don't know. I'll make one up. Uh, again, audio podcast. Um, I threw a great one just now. You didn't see it. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I'm a sl- I'm a sucker for good merchandise. Yeah. And I think that, and it's your way of connecting to that brand on a day to day basis. You know, speaking of Mass Effect, there's a there's a hooded jacket which you can buy from the Bio website. Which is N seven branded, which is the, the special forces yeah. that Shepherd's in. Yeah. Um and I've wanted this jacket. I've covered it. Pretty this sure Reg has got one of these jackets. I'm almost positive he's got I'll one. I'll have to go and take it from him. Or I, it, I have, it might be a, a that thing that he plays, the um what's that game? What is that the game? Japanese game that he's always going on about. Oh, <laughs> he's gonna kill me for this. Shemu. <laughs> yeah. Shemu, yeah. Might yeah. be a Shemu hoodie. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. Carry on. But yeah, yeah, but I've wanted this hoodie for like seven or eight years, and for some reason, he's despite the fact that I'm <laughs> Despite the fact that I'm a grown man yeah. with my own money, I have not bought this thing for myself because I feel it's kind of like it's kind of like my white whale. It's like if I get that thing, what's left? <laughs> like I've wanted this thing for so long now that like, yeah. I can't buy it for myself. But I know with, with Andromeda, there's going to come a slew of new merchandise, and my wallet's already crying at me. So, but well, I mean, if you turn on merchandise, if you just turn your head slightly to the left again, I know audio podcast, but tell me about what's going on there. There's a shitload of Doctor Who merchandise in this room right now. Yeah. I'm seeing bobbleheads, I'm seeing Funko Pops, I'm seeing fucking teapots. Tardises. Teapots? Yeah. That's, right. um, we're, we're, um, if you watch some of our interview videos, uh, you would have heard us talk about Claire. The elusive Claire, she hasn't been on a podcast for a long, long time. Uh, we're, fi- we're filming, we're recording in her I've office. I've seen her for a long time. I'm sure, I'm in her she's, office right now, I've not seen her for a uh, She's knocking about. She's a busy person. She's a busy person. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, talking about merchandise, I'm wondering what Dan's going to come home with. Everything, I think. I think, every, I think everything. Just Japan. The man, the man loves Japan. The man's in Japan. He's coming back with all of Japan. 
Like, he's in as much as he can fit. I, I imagine he took, like, three changes of clothes yeah. and an empty suitcase. <laughs> and he's just going to pack. I'll be lucky. He'll open it up, and he's going to have, like, he's going to have weird Japanese food. You can guarantee he's going to have yeah. weird Japanese food in there. Maybe some gifts, because last time he went, he bought me some chopsticks. Nice. From uh, the, the movie franchise uh, Inside Out. Oh, which cool. in Japanese is inside head, which actually makes more sense. <laughs> Literal. Yeah, so yeah. we'll be bringing home like presents for people nice. and uh, a real Japanese woman. Yeah, I think a full size Harajuku girl in a suitcase. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. He could be. I don't know. He's, he's a fan of the country, you know. But you, you mentioned the Switch. Yeah. And a big thing about obviously Dan's in Japan at the time when the Switch launched. Which... I asked him to buy me one, and he said no. Well, how is he going to fit Harajuku girl in? That's bag what he said. He's got a Switch in there. <laughs> I know they're compact, but like, you know, so he was there for the launch of the Switch, and I've I've heard a lot about it, and I, I, I have a I have a love for Nintendo, which goes back to being a young boy, yeah, with a super with a with a Nintendo Entertainment System with the first NES, NES. playing Super Mario Brothers, yeah, loving that game. Never a fan of Super Mario Two. I love one, I love it's three. Fucked up. Well, yeah, I love one and three. Never, yeah, never a fan of two. Mario but World was my favorite. I I love Super Mario Brothers, and I want to love Nintendo. And I want to love what they do, but they, they just a lot though, haven't they? They just like, seems in they're always like like a, a, a hair's width from greatness, and they never quite get it, and it bugs me because they're it's they're a, they're a company that's been around for so long, you know, achieving so much in terms of like brand longevity of of the 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 intellectual property that they own, the, the things that still resonate with people. You yeah, know, yeah. shit, Mario is thirty, what thirty? Uh, how old am I? He's older than me. So he's something like 35 years old yeah. now or something like that. Like, Mario's been around for ages. And yet he's still a big character. But you bring out a thing like the Switch, which is an ambitious idea. You know, an idea of a console, which is a console and a portable yeah. and all that, which is a very cool idea. And this is my number one gripe with it. You release this brand new console without your number one property, which is Mario. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Okay. You, re you release it with, with, with the Zelda game, and Zelda's got a massive following anyway. Yeah. And and that's you had to release something with it like that because alternatively you got that fucking one two switch thing with like motion games which didn't take off with the Wii so why is it taking off now? Are you kidding? Well, that was the, the only Wii Sports was like yeah, but the you're not gonna you're, you're not gonna unseat and it was in the box. You're not gonna unseat. Well, yeah, but this, they're charging for this yeah, extra. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna unseat Microsoft and Sony by no. selling a motion game. We're not there anymore. It's no longer 2011. You know, but you bring it out. You announce a Mario game. And you don't release it at launch day. Like, people are buying yeah. the Switch with Zelda. What else are they going to buy? It's also, I mean, there's a lot of reports about it being quite buggy. Like, mm. we've got a friend in common that has one, Adam. Yeah. Uh, and he was saying that if he puts it behind his, if he puts, if he docks the Switch behind his TV, it doesn't work. Wow. Whereas if he docks it in front of it, it's then got line of sight. And then you look online to try and figure out why that is. And there's like this help section that, that where Nintendo are like, try not to put anything in between you and your, your, your Switch and your controller. For what? example, things like TVs or mobile phones. <laughs> what? what? I know. I know that's actually on their, um, yeah. on their troubleshooting it's How like what is this controller is, is it infrared I know is, is there anything around and about that might be um, um, that might resonate some kind of electrical uh, uh, thing like um, it mentions also any device that has USB-C as well what <laughs> yeah so any hard drives or jeez oh, uh, so it's 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 taken a fall uh, I want to love this product I want to love it me but too I just 
People have figured out as well that it, uh, the frame rate drops uh, when it goes into the dock, and they said that it doesn't, but someone's actually run tests and sees that the frame rate, frame rate drops slightly uh, on gameplay, which is a shame. Wild. Uh, there's loads of them that have this weird audio bug, so it crashes and it makes this like whining boo. Oh, wow. sound that you have to do a hard reset for I mean I know we, we you know we, we, we're very day uh, one console you're going to have bugs you're going to have issues but it just seems like there might be a little bit too many and yeah. there wasn't any videos like this going around when the Wii, Wii U came out I um, just yeah um, and that's my, my worry is that you've got this company they're massive they're ubiquitous everyone knows about Nintendo they know what they can do they've got these properties like Mario like Zelda they release this console with the, the motion thing I mean now that we've got you know, PSVR, now that you've got all the things going on with Oculus and you've got those kind of things, like, motion games are great. Yeah. But they're moving towards VR. Yeah. So you bring out a thing which is which has got motion gaming capability, but, but no, no VR. VR. And you put it at a price point. I mean, and don't get me wrong, again, I know it's a portable console as well as a home console. It has that combination of, of uses. Yeah. But you put it at a price point where you can buy an Xbox One or a PS4 for cheaper. Well, and they're in terms of gameplay, they're, they're more yeah. you know more powerful. They're better looking. Well, not yeah, you know, physically. I mean, like and can't graphics. you get the new Zelda game on the old Wii U? Yes. So there's Which, no reason why I need well, to no. buy a Wii U. Well, but, uh, a, a, a Switch, well sorry. you figure if you're doing that, if you're releasing a, a game, a brand new game, and you're doing it on an older generation console, then you either got two completely different versions of the same game, or you've got one version, and you've got a slightly specked up ver like a, an yeah. upscaled version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which makes me wonder if that's what they've done. Yeah. And if so, like, that just does, that seems shoddy. That seems shoddy from a company that experience. Backwards compatibility is quite scary as well, and the fact that and I had this argument with the Xbox One versus the Xbox 360, and mm. the, you know, that was a nightmare. The, the Wii U was compatible with GameCube games. Wow. Uh, the Wii, sorry, the Wii was compatible with GameCube games. The Wii U was compatible with Wii games. So it's always taken into one account the last yeah. one. Whereas because you've gone cartridge-based, which takes a step back into the 90s... Who the fuck's releasing cartridges? <laughs> like, I get it. It's basically an SD card. Yeah. Right? Fair enough. But who was bringing up a console with... What? I want to know what the be online content is. only. It what? should have been like... If you're not putting a CD drive in there, it should just go purely online then. Because yeah. figure, the PS4 and the Xbox One support Blu-ray, so they can support discs of, you know, dozens of gigabytes of, of storage. Yeah. If you put on an SD card, yeah, but that's why your games are costing 60 quid. Like... Because you're paying for the SD card, you're not paying yeah. for the game content. You're paying for that. Because we learned that cartridges cost money. That was one of the reasons why uh, yeah. uh, the cartridge market didn't do very well. And don't when get me wrong, you know, another friend today who who uh, was also there for the for the launch, they said that there's the difference is there's like there's little to no loading screens. Like it's almost you know you, she uh, she was telling me that you put the cartridge in, turn the game on, it says Nintendo presents. But that's because the Breath of the state, Wild. So that's what you'd expect. Yeah. Game launches and it's there and it's good. Which I'm all for less loading screens, right? Yeah. As someone who has played literally any EA sports game <laughs> ever, where you have to get through Brilliant. 50 fucking loading screens to get to a. I played UFC 2 recently, right? I downloaded it from the, the uh, PlayStation Network store. Yeah. And it was, it was on offer. And I was like, yeah, cool, get a fighting game. That's good. To get to a fight, 
I have to get through like four Eight loading minutes, screens so, yeah. and three menus just to get to the one where I can punch somebody for a bit. <laughs> like, it's obscene. And they're trying to sell you packs and they're trying to sell you online content. I'm guessing content. that's when you don't need to do any updates as well. Exactly. It's insane. <laughs> you insane. I saw, I saw, this is on He's EA. Angry. This is on EA. <laughs> and this is why I'm so terrified that Andromeda is Bioware's game and Bioware I love and it's EA Distribution who have their claws in it. Yeah. But we'll wait and see. Well, moving along to Xbox and uh, PS4. So with the Microsoft money, oh yeah, because it is paying out. Big winner over the, here. Uh, the 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 um, what were they? Ba- oh, the bailiffs are definitely going around to Microsoft HQ next week. Nice. <laughs> That's bad. imagine just walking Actual in going. Hi, we're here to take this much money worth yeah. of things. <laughs> well, I mean, they've got the option, of course, of trying to prove that they don't have four hundred pounds. I mean, if they can prove that the company doesn't have that in assets, uh, then they'll walk away. I kind of feel in the cut enough of that in an office. <laughs> I would, office chairs, again, a lamp. I don't want to go into too much detail because Dan will punch me in the face. Yep. Uh, you already get one of those from Reg. But, so. Yeah, I know. That, that, that Japanese game. <laughs> What's what that one called? that Reg's always talking about? Shinobi. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, I've forgotten it again. Shenmue. Shenmue. Yeah. Yep. Um, got your back, Reg. Got your back. <laughs> so, uh, I, I don't want to talk too much about it, but the, I have sent the bailiffs to Microsoft. They're going <laughs> next week. Uh, and apparently, by law, I can request uh, the footage from their, um, from their chest cams. Amazing. <laughs> Tell me you're getting that. Uh, I don't think website. I'm allowed to publish it, though. I think Damn. it might be actionable. Damn it. Um, right, okay. But that would be amazing. Well, I would say, you know, obviously, with, with this win that you have achieved, the question is... Do you get another console? And if so, what console do well, you get? Well, that's the thing, because also keep in mind, I only need to get my Xbox working again. I only need to go out and buy another controller. So, like, it's only going to be £30 out of that. So then I've got £360. Yeah. That's, as a as a PS4 owner, Yeah, I think it's a fantastic console. And I don't generally like Microsoft anyway, for, <laughs> for reasons numbering many. Yeah. But... Well, the, the fact that they tried to go so TV orientated with the Xbox One, which basically uh, alienates the rest of the world because we've all got different ways of viewing TV. Yeah. Like the cable system that they have in the States is completely oh, yeah, different yeah, yeah. and incompatible with what we have over here. Yeah, yeah. So it just doesn't work. Well, that was it. Like when I was for TV. When I was making my mind up, like I went from, I had a, what day? I had an Xbox 360 and I got rid of that and I got a PS3. And for a PS3, I got a PS4. And I did, at the time, I had a lot of friends who were getting Xbox Ones. And I had some other friends who had PS4s. But I don't, I don't really play a lot of online games, with the exception of Titanfall 2, because that's awesome. Um, and I could never play Titanfall on the PS3, because it was only Xbox. Um, hang on. No, Xbox One, Titanfall came out. Um, the only thing for me, PS4 is a, is a better gaming experience. If you want just games. If you want a media experience, then the Xbox One is better for that. But I don't get what... But it isn't but, here. Well, well, it, you can still route things through it and stuff. But then again, it depends on what other hardware you're using in your home. But the only thing for me, and the only thing that makes me sort of, why did I do this, is some of the backwards compatibility, which wasn't there at launch, yeah. but is there now. And as I've mentioned, the Mass Effect series of games is available, yeah. backwards compatible, on the Xbox One, where they have not released their HD remastered version for the new consoles. Well, I'm potentially now in a situation where I will uh, have multiple consoles. I'll be able to go out and buy a PS4. Uh, even though I was so for Steam machines, 
I just went off them. I think everyone was for yeah. a while, and then we saw the reality of it, and we're like, "Well, uh, it's because they they went from they went from like pr- they were proper into it. They were like, we're going to bring out the controller, and you're going to be able to buy the console, and we're going to have a couple of of consoles you can choose from, like a yeah. low, a mid, a high, and it's going to be all integrated with our website, and it's going to be amazing. Uh, the the prospect of it was amazing. Yeah, was amazing. Definitely. But as it fell away, and the 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 um. The relationships between all these companies that were getting involved just started separating out a bit, and now you've got the situation where it's basically like buying a PC yeah. and they're selling the controller separately. It's it it's not it's not a console market anymore. It was such a shame because I was I'd, I'd bought games in anticipation for yeah. getting it. I love um, that. Yeah, I've got a, a, like my games up my, my my Steam library now. Is it's got about seventy games in it, like yeah. just that are waiting to be played. But yeah, I'm gonna put that on the side for for, for now, and potentially I'm gonna own a PS4 soon. And I haven't owned a PlayStation since the PlayStation One. Wow! Uh, when I was playing uh, Resident Evil back to back and scaring the shit out of myself <laughs> when I was thirteen. Um, so yeah, well, I mean, the other alternative is you know with it being perhaps money that wasn't expected. Whether oh, it was do- expected. Well, I knew no, I was no, getting no. this shit. I mean, then it's, that it's not coming out of your wages. This is like no. this is a this is a sum that you're going to receive. Yeah. Or whether you do invest in a switch and see whether it improves. <sighs> but after everything that we just spoke about, I mm. think that is potentially one of the most foolish things I could do. Well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Don't <laughs> take mean, our advice. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, we go and buy a switch. <laughs> I'm not saying that. You'll be satisfied, or we'll pay your bill. <laughs> no, we won't. Steve will pay your bill. <laughs> Steve doesn't exist. He's a fake person. <laughs> Sean's on the bill is trying to pay your bill. You should do that. You should do the little voiceovers. The uh, we're not we're not liable. <laughs> <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. This is not real advert. <laughs> the opinions are You know, do it. Yeah, definitely. So uh, the PS4. Apparently, there's yep. a couple of different models now. Yes. And I have a 4K TV. Yes. So am I not right in thinking that all PS4s are 4K compatible? No. Right. Well, yes, you are right. That, that is not the case. <laughs> okay, brilliant. So no. yeah. um, PS4 so, Pro. Yeah. PS4 so, Pro is the one that can output at 4K resolution. I'll get one of them. Yeah. Only a couple hundred quid, right? Uh, I'll get change from 400 pounds. I should. Yes. Sure. Not a lot. Because uh, it is more than the regular PS4. Be enough to buy a game with. Mm, maybe. Okay. It depends cool. on the deals. There are some bundles out there. So. Good to check so the PS4 one. Pro. That's the one thing. Like, I've got a PS4. Uh, I've got an HDTV. I do not have a 4K TV, so a PS4 Pro would be useless to me because it outputs at a higher resolution. Yeah. I can't see that. Um, if I had a 4K TV, yeah, I'd be tempted. But then again, it's still the same games. So, the last time a game was hyped up... And I'm not talking about the Nintendo series, so let's forget Zelda for a second. Right. The last time a game was hyped up to high hell uh, was that game that everybody went out and bought and was instantly disappointed by. Talk about No Man's Sky. Yeah. I like, own a copy of No Man's Sky. Was it that bad? No, no, no. The problem with No Man's Sky is that it wasn't bad. It just could have been so much better. The premise, the idea... The what it is it's supposed to be randomly generating all yes. kinds of she should things. generate it all the way through and it's just not as good as that because right. I went to a bunch of planets and a lot of their animals looked kind of the same right. and a lot of their fauna looked and the flora looked kind of the same but a different like color YouTube videos out of people comparing theirs with somebody yeah. else's and it all was pretty yeah much it wasn't thing. I was I, you know I'm the, I'm the guy who went out on launch day I got that game I took it home I was so excited about it because I, I was looking for a space exploration game you know I want a game where I could just explore and that's and that was the big focus and that was the big interesting thing because the focus wasn't on combat yeah and it, you know it, it was about exploring it was about discovering stuff but after I landed on a dozen planets and things were looking kind of the same 
and there were no cities. There's nothing elaborate to explore. It just kind of got a bit, and then it was all, it was all the backlash about it not really being all in the same universe. So you weren't actually playing with the people. That didn't bother me because I don't I don't yeah. I don't play that game to talk to people. <clears throat> like if I wanted to talk to people, I'd leave my house. <laughs> I wouldn't play video games. Um, but it just was a bit. It was a bit samey, right. and it totally shouldn't have been. And I, I still got a copy of that because I looked at the trading value for it. The trading value was nothing. Of course it was because so, everybody tried to give it back all yep. at the same time. Yeah, and I bought so, a special edition one, which is a stupid thing to do. The new game that's out at the moment that everybody's talking about is Horizon yes so what amazed me about this game and somebody pointed out to me in work the other day that they've done artwork for individual cities yes that's so insane cool. it is so cool I saw the ad campaign for it with the, the Manchester picture and it's how so how much cool. money must that have cost them and also how many individual photos have they been doing just just for specificity in case people haven't seen this there is a a, a picture of this new game with this beautiful bright stunning artwork set in a utopian future um, dystopian of, uh, dystopian yeah. what did I say utopian that's different that's the opposite <laughs> <laughs> A dystopian future, uh, uh, and you can see the Hilton, and it's all yeah. uh, it's all got over overgrowth and stuff. And then there's the same one for Liverpool. If you're in Liverpool, you've got the Liverbirds building that's all overcome with uh, with moss, and uh, and, and uh, the the Tower of London. No, not yeah. Tower of London. The L- London Bridge. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my question is, how many of those did they do? How much money did that cost them? And uh, like, why is it that sometimes? Sometimes you get a game house that puts this amount of investment into a game, and most of the time they just don't. They just release it. Yeah. Well, it's weird as well. This is a is a PlayStation exclusive as well. So this is the kind of game where while you're thinking about a new console, like if I'd you have to thinking, get that. Yeah, I have to. And it's a kind of game where I look at it and it looks fantastic, and I I feel like it's a game I would either buy and play all the time or I will never buy. Yeah. Solely because it's either going to be astoundingly good or a letdown and I, I, I don't know where it's going to go oh, because it looks you know it's it looks a bit kind of like Far Cry meets Tomb Raider meets dystopian future with robots that that kind of thing yeah. where you're like this lone survivor type hunter type person who's awesome with a bow and arrow shooting down robots with it which is cool um, but I just I don't know enough about it which is weird considering how much press you're seeing on it now. Yeah. But like I've not really seen oh, I know a lot. nothing about the game. Yeah. I just know that the the Hilton or well, the Hilton isn't in it because of the fact that it's uh it's just an advert. Yeah. Um so Which at first I thought in-game. that was suddenly a playable area and I was like, What? It was like, No, it's totally not, but cool marketing now. Yeah, definitely. Um I wanna move off games because we've been on them for a, a very long time. Fair enough. Um and I noticed that thing on your knee. Dave's got like a knee brace on. I do. Um, do I am at my sexiest right now. And you said... By the way, he's wearing shorts. He's not just here naked. <laughs> Trousers are involved. We're mostly contained. We're okay. It's not like... He's not dressed as Donald Duck right now. He's not just coming wearing shit. Quack, quack, motherfucker. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm wearing. I'm wearing a a an advanced knee support. Is what I think it's officially called when I gave them my money. But you told me it's because of the fact that you'd started exercising. Yes. Recently. Yeah. So I I recently started playing uh, softball. 
and I have never played sports in my life. That's a very American game. It is. It's got a huge following in Manchester, believe it or not. Really? Huge following, yeah. It's like there's 15 teams playing the indoor league. Is, that just, is softball just where you just throw a ball at somebody it's, else? If people know baseball, it's like that with slightly modified rules. What am I thinking of? Uh, I don't know either. The game know. where you throw balls at each other. Dodgeball? Dodgeball. It's not Different dodgeball. Game. It's not dodgeball. Got it. It's like it, the closest British equivalent is rounders. Rounders? But... More and grown up and more broke rules. my leg playing rounders once. Really, pair of Crocs, wet grass. Carry on. Dangerous. Um, anyway, so I'm playing sports now, uh, and I figure do some exercise, right? Because yeah. I'm I'm overweight. Uh, recently discovered from the doctors, I'm fifty pounds overweight. That's bullshit. That's Fi- coming from that BMI thing, isn't it? Which Based is, on my height, BMI I should weigh bullshit. Fifty pounds less than I do and Bullshit for those who don't know me index. I really hope I don't look like I need to lose 50 pounds I don't feel like I do but anyway Definitely so I'm doing exercise for the first time in my life and I I damage my knee somehow I do something to my knee and now my it just hurts now Your shit it just, doesn't work anymore it just hurts now <laughs> it's like I went to the doctor after a few weeks of my knee just hurting yeah uh, and she's like, "Well, you can stop. That's, that's why you. That's why your knee is. Yeah, <laughs> basically, was Louis C.K. I was Louis C.K. Shitty knee. Just, just shit. Knee is shitty now. <laughs> I went to the doctor, and she had a bit of a mess around. I, I first of all, I called the doctor and I said, um, I said, uh, I've got a pain in my knee caused by some kind of activity. I need to get it looked at by somebody. And the woman at reception, and you know, she's got a job to do. Yeah, I understand. She said to me, "Does it require an X-ray?" Because we don't have an x-ray machine, so you have to go to A&E or sorry, to the hospital. Sorry, why am I calling you? <laughs> I'm which, not a doctor. To which my response was, I don't, I don't know. I, I think I need to see a doctor first. <laughs> so I'm like, I, it hurts, and I don't have x-ray vision, so maybe. Anyway, so I, yeah, I go, and she kind of... Surely, surely if I knew whether or not I needed an x-ray, we wouldn't never have to have yeah. any x-rays and ever. I, and so I went to the doctor, and, uh, and my doctor was... Um, She's a she's a, a Muslim woman from another country, and she's incredible. And fuck Brexit, but that's a whole different thing. Um, don't want to get into <laughs> politics on the Nerd ODE podcast, but never mind. Oh, so God. anyway, she looks at my knee. She doesn't mess around with it, and she's like, "Yeah, it's, you've you've damaged something, like a ligament or some shit." I'm not a doctor. Um, and she said, basically, like either stop the exercise that's caused the injury, or put a brace on it and take ibuprofen. Possibly forever, um, and I'm like, well, I don't want sure something that's just a sprain. Well, I think I've like I've put, done, done something to the thing on the side here. Did Whatever she give that you is. An X-ray? I didn't get an X-ray now because it was not bones, so they're fine with it. <laughs> so anyway, I'm wearing a knee brace now. Long story short, I look my best when I have the most remedial tools on my body. It seems, yeah. um, but hopefully that will stop hurting, so I can actually do, be active because it's typical, isn't it? So I <clears throat> started going to a trampoline park. I've heard about this. Two months ago. Uh, It's just opposite my work. Um, It's by the Trafford Centre. It's it's £10 to go. Well, actually, if if I remember my socks, it's £8 to go. Um, (laughs) But I never remember... No, sorry, £7 if you book pre-book. But I can never remember my socks. And it's... uh, uh, A guy from work keeps convincing me to go. And basically, this is how it works. Because there's been like this cycle that I've been going through. Um... I go f- bouncing. Uh, I leave that night feeling like I'm a million dollars, and I'm like, "Yeah, I do sports now. I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna look like Mr. T in no time." It's all about fun activity. I go to bed. I wake up the next morning feeling like everything is broken. <laughs> <laughs> 
roll out of bed and struggle to even do the most, you know, uh, simplest of tasks like yep. getting dressed. Like, and then I spend about a week to two weeks in pain in a certain part of my body. <laughs> whether it be there's been a couple of times now. There's been this top shoulder here, my inner back. I say inner back because it was inside my back where the pain was going. From. Somewhere in my back, something's <laughs> yeah. broken. Um, but what happens is eventually I recover, and then this guy that's going go, going to this trampoline park goes, "Do you want to come tonight?" And I'm always like, "Yeah, why not?" So then I'll go again, oh. and exactly the same thing because will happen. Everyone, everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, do activity and makes you healthy." Not if you die doing <laughs> no. it. Well, like, I've, I've, I've forgotten. I, like, I just in January I celebrate my 35th birthday and I'm going to a trampoline park (laughs) what's wrong with my so you are not going to live to see 36 is what you're saying to me no this is the thing like I can do I can do some tricks so I can do a uh, a front flip where I land on my back I can do that easy Um, and then Martin tried to teach me how to do this backflip I'm going to try. I know again I know audio podcast let me talk you through the last thing that happened that has caused the longest amount of pain (laughs) (laughs) so basically he did it first there's like long trampolines where you can do certain tricks on so picture me I'm I don't know 102 kilograms whatever that is I've got some posh scales at times I'm quite heavy Um, so what I do is I I, I lean back like in a like I'm sitting down in a seat but there's no seat behind me Right. right lean back and then push so I sort of roll onto my back from my legs. Yeah. Right? So, but I keep my body arched. So I, I'm rolling back. Now the idea is that I roll back with such ferociousness <laughs> that I I I cut I I put a slight amount of weight on my head, push up with my arms so my head comes off the floor, and then I do like a press uh, like a like a handstand. Right. But I do that with such ferociousness that I while still having backward momentum pivot up in the air and land on my feet <laughs> that's the plan right because that's right. what martin did so it's basically like a backflip with a push and then land okay okay so for the for the record martin is a he's a very in-shape guy does a lot of yoga yeah so he pulls this off oh, i do yoga now as well oh uh we'll talk about that more in a second so this is what happened to me the last time i went so I started in the seated position because I can do that because I'm a fatty. I know how to sit down. <laughs> sit down, fine. We're good. And then I'm, I'm committed to this. Like, if there's one thing I've learned from going to a trampoline park, it's if you're going to try something, commit to it. Don't do it half-arsed because right. you'll end up breaking something. Although this could also go the other way. <laughs> so I start, you know, I lean back. Um, uh, sort of push back so you know in slow motion I'm on the, my mid back and then my top back and then my weight's on my the top of my shoulders going onto my head and I'm pushing and, and I've got quite a lot of momentum that I eventually stop right, right. Um, again this is only a split second and at this point my head is directly on the floor right my whole body is on top of my head pretty much straight right and I'm about to do that thing where I'm going to use my hands, which are also now on the trampoline, right. to push my whole body off. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I forgot that I don't have enough muscle in my arms <laughs> to push my whole body off. So what happened instead is my head took the weight of my entire body. <laughs> and because the momentum all of a sudden stopped, we then go into normal speed. And I'm just there on, 
on my head <laughs> and something clicks because oh. my whole weight is just on my head and I just feel it go cook and like this pain in my shoulder has just been there ever since. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I am aware of the fact that it could have been worse. I could have actually broken my neck. That is true. <laughs> so, so I just basically went into a backwards... Um, handstand where I was with no literally hands. Just, just no hands. <laughs> just, I just remember the thought process of okay, this is when I push my hands up. Okay, nothing's happening. Oh, I forgot. I'm weak. <laughs> and then I just sort of fell over to the oh. side and flopped. Oh my um, god! It was hilarious. Uh, and then you know, I'm I, I'm then making the point the whole time because I'm in a lot of pain. I'm like, I'm I'm too fat to do this. And one of the guys that worked there, who's about the same build as me, goes, "It's not because of weight, mate. Mate, it's just because you're you're not. You know, you, there's not enough practice." And I said, "Okay, you do something. <laughs> do something." <laughs> like, so he does. Within a second, he runs out onto the, the 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 bit where there's like lots of trampolines. Right. And uh, the wall, all the walls around the, 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 the main trampoline park are an angled trampoline at about 45 degrees right. uh, for you to do tricks on. For me, they're, just, they're literally just for show. Like Sometimes <laughs> I'll lean on them if I'm tired. Occasionally, <laughs> they use them as a brake. If you yeah. just you know, hit the brake and then yeah, bounce backwards. I can lean on them. Um, so he goes, he goes bouncing over to one of these side walls. And as he goes into the sidewall, he does something strange. He lifts his legs up whilst he's in the air. He goes onto the sidewall on his bum, right? Does this backflip and then ends up on the um, on, on the trampoline in front, just beside the wall. And I'm like, I look at Martin as if to say, I can do that. And he's like, no more. <laughs> <laughs> You've had yours now. You're done. Yeah. So I'm waiting for this uh, neck injury to get better. And then... After that, I'm going to try that bum thing, and then we potentially might need another uh, podcaster for the No Dirty Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, there'll be no Dan, there'll be no you, it'll be me and Reg, and some random person. Yeah. <laughs> Applications are now open to be replacing. Well, no, you might have me, but I'll just be like a digital Stephen Hawking voice, yeah. because I've lost the ability to do it. We'll make you say whatever you want, we'll just type body. on your keyboard. <laughs> Oh. Uh, I'd hate that because Reg could just make me say anything and you wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. And no one would believe you. So I, I was quite impressed with myself uh, for finally doing some kind of uh, activity. Well done. That and yoga as well. Uh, I've been doing the yoga thing. I've been really enjoying that. In fact, it's been a while since I was last on the podcast. Um, so yeah, I think I've pretty much brought you all to date. Let's talk about the OA. Right, yes. So finally, because... Dan hasn't watched it, although I did sit him down uh, and talk him through the entire plotline a couple of weeks ago, because he was like, I probably won't watch it. And I'm like, let me talk you through it. Probably and after I... T- it did. We were there for an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, he was like, oh, I might watch it. And I'm like, well, there's no point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't well, think Reg is that interested, but uh, first of all, you've watched it. I have. You've watched it recently. Uh, yes, uh, a week or two ago. Yeah. So, all-star cast. Yes. Yeah. Alice Krieg, man. Alice Krieg. And Jason Isaacs, he plays he plays creepy well. He's really good. Which one's he? Hap. The Doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What else has he been in? Well, he's in uh, A Cure for Wellness right now, which he also plays creepy doctor in. Yeah. So he's really good at that. He was also um, uh, Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, among many, he's a very accomplished <laughs> actor. for life, yeah. That's right, yo. <laughs> um, Another gang sign. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, that, the OA is... I, I like to think of it as delightfully complicated. 
Like, it was hard work, but in a good way. Like, I felt like I'd accomplished something by watching yeah. it, because it's not easy. They don't really give you much. you got to just, just go with it. And let's, just... let's throw out a spoiler warning, because yes. one of the things that amazed me... Spoilers. ...was the fact that even though I'm at the end of it, I have no idea whether it was a psychological thriller or a, a, a sci-fi. Yeah. I have no clue. Yeah. None. And I, and fun, I like fantasy sci-fi no, psychological I thriller. I agree. I think that because the way, and I won't give away spoilers or not. I won't give away too many details. But the way that it ends, it ends in such a way so as to make you think: Does any of it matter? Yeah. Like, does is any of it real? Because you genuinely don't know. You know, is it all in everybody's heads? Is it all bullshit? Is it all one hundred percent true? Yeah. Like, you've no way of knowing with the way that that episode ends and that season ends. They have confirmed they're doing a second season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which will be exciting to know. How, which I therefore assume means... We'll get some answers. We'll get some answers because... a la Lost, it's going to be like, for every one question they answer, two more questions will yeah. be asked. I, I, what got me was... Um, oh, what was the point I was going to make? Oh, yeah. How... Um, and you never think about this. Like, when you're, on, when you're watching a TV show, um, you can emotionally relax into it and be told a story. Yeah. Um, at least that, that for me, that's how it works. Unless it's a really bad film or TV show where I'll come out of that story and then be aware of what's happening. Like, for example, Suicide Squad, and I've talked about this before in the past. Uh, were you there when I talked I about I wasn't this? there for that one, no. So, have you seen Suicide Squad? I No, because so, I value my it's time. It's terrible. Now, I'll give you a quick example of what I'm talking about. I normally get very invested emotionally in films and TV shows that I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but when they... I mean, to a point, I was kind of enjoying it. I was getting into the flow of the film. And then all of a sudden, they uh, there was a scene where there was subtitles. And, uh, there oh, is, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. there's a, there's a, 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 a... Well, it's not. It's probably not unwritten. It's probably written down somewhere that you don't fuck around with... with, with uh, with text fonts uh, and subtitles because subtitles are there to be uh, very passive uh, and to educate you of what's being said. Yeah, that, it shouldn't take the, away from what you're watching. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas what they did was they used the same text that's in the Suicide Squad poster for the Ooh. subtitles. So it popped up and I'm like, hang on. Oh, I'm watching a film. This is shit. That makes me mad. Oh, it was <laughs> Just so thinking annoying. about it, it makes me mad. But what the, what the OA did really well was, was it, it made you question... The whole okay, there's two narratives going on here. There's two there's two storytellers going on here. There's mm. a sto- there's the the unseen storyteller of the film and its narrative, and there's the storyteller of this character and her narrative that she's talking about. Yeah. So there's two there, and you've got a question like which ones, which, you know, what's happening now? Yeah. Is that coming from from the perspective here from the TV or the perspective of of this of this character? And even though that was constantly going on and you were constantly questioning whose narrative you were referring back to, it was still you were still able to immerse yourself in in potentially in both stories. Yeah. And I think that's a, a very big challenge uh, for a uh, f- for a TV show yeah. to do. And huge huge props to to Britt Marling because she's not only she's a star, yeah. she also created co-created the show. Did she? And co-produced the show. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, along with the 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 main director of most of the episodes, she created it with with that person. But yeah, she she created it. Uh, she co-wrote. 
That's an episode, and she was in it and produced it. I mean, if you think about that from third wall perspective for a second, that's like uh, sorry, fourth wall perspective. That, that's like the creator of the show uh, is 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 giving you two narratives, like yeah. personally, you yeah. know, she's made it that way, and she's also telling you a story within the story yeah. as well. And it's incredible. Yeah. My favorite thing about this this show though um, was episode one, forty minutes in, when the, the it's actually it's nearly over. It's like 10 minutes, 15 minutes towards being over. And only then do the credits roll. Yeah. And it's like, that's so clever. Yeah, I can't you're think of any time that's ever been Totally done. invested from the first minute. Yeah. And it doesn't break that until the very end. And then you go, oh shit, it's a TV show. Okay, yeah. But no, I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. It left me thoroughly confused, but in the best way. Yeah. Because I really now, unlike Stranger Things, yeah. which ended, I enjoyed it. And they went, aha, season two. And I'm like, no, this should have been oh, one season. They could have got away with it the last... It should have been one season. Yeah, absolutely. The ending should have been the ending that you think it is, not yeah. the ending they tease. And But this one... by it's Literally, the, the last two minutes just destroyed the whole yeah, show. Really. Yeah, really. But I will watch season two because I want to see what they do with it. But I don't think it needs it. This, however, I need season two because I need some answers. Yeah. I need, you know, I need and to know... If not, we just need to see more of that dance. Yes, it's so cool. Because that's insane. But the reveal, the biggest thing for me, and again, fucking spoilers, the biggest thing when she's got the scars on her back, yeah, and she won't tell anybody what happened, what they, where they came from, anything, and you find out she, she did, did them. Yeah, and you're like, fuck me, you did that to yourself. Yeah. That's insane. But it's but so again, good. Sci-fi or psychological thriller, like that. <laughs> that is one of the questions that's asked yep. that points directly at the fact that that could have a fucking that that, that could be either or. Yeah. like so she's good. either pretty fucked up or she's just landed herself in a fucked up situation yeah. Yeah, yeah. which technically the argument is if you're that fucked up in the head then you have ended up in a fucked up situation but yeah. then, I mean that's a, that's a, that's a that's getting too deep have you watched Westworld yet? no oh. no I need to watch that and it's weird it's one of those shows where I want to watch it it's not for lack of wanting to it's just by the time I, I was so behind that by the time I was like okay I'll watch it now there's 10 episodes and I'm like Ugh, that's a commitment like, I really need to commit See, to I that. I did the opposite. I didn't want to watch it whilst it was on because I wanted to binge it. Ah, uh, fair enough. Um, but it is only 10 episodes, but they are pretty intense. Um, but, I mean, the comparison of Stranger Things with the OA, which a lot of people seem to be making, it seems to be a common uh, comparison. It's completely different. Yeah. <laughs> completely different. The only the only tying in factor is the fact that they're both made by Netflix. True. Yeah. Um, and they're both in 4K. And incidentally, it looks amazing on a 4K screen. <laughs> want to see that. want to see that. Um, the best thing on 4K, incidentally, that I've ever watched was um, the um, Daredevil. Really? Yeah. Have you seen that? You know I haven't. Season one. and You've got two seasons of that. Well, I know. Again, that's the thing. I need to watch Daredevil season one. I need to watch Jessica Jones. I need to watch Luke Cage. Then I need to watch season two so that I can then watch Iron Fist and I can watch The Defenders when it all happens. Luke Cage wasn't that good. Well, I only watched one episode, to be fair. Jessica Jones was good, but only for uh, for David Tennant. Well, I've heard that he's fantastic. But speaking of things that are are very good, and I have watched, which we weren't talking about, but we are now. (laughs) I saw Logan yesterday. Oh, yeah, you've been going about this all day. Honestly, like, you've not seen it yet, have you? No. No. I've seen the trailer. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to say anything else apart from... Superhero films don't often win awards. <laughs> Generally, they don't. This one deserves one because Hugh Jackman, he's played Wolverine a few times now, but in this, he is phenomenal. Like, genuinely, like, like 
terrifying at times and really vulnerable at other times and like wisecracking and you know uh, emotional and all it's like it's a real it, it's an incredible acting performance you know it's, it's, he's played the character several times I don't think he's ever played the character well he's never played the character like this and it is I genuinely believe it's award worthy well good but, because we've been desperate for an X-Men film that I'm not going to fall asleep in <laughs> Yes. Days of Future Past, I was away by, like, before the end of Act 1. You're always falling asleep in films. No, no, it's happened three times. It's happened three times. One was in, uh, we talked about this, one was in Gladiator. Great film. Um, So, um, I took Dad to see it. Yeah. Uh, When I worked at the cinema, Warner Village Cinemas, Warner Village Massive. Um, Same <laughs> uh, so we went and watched it and then it was like husband to a promoted wife father to a promoted child and I was just away I was tired <laughs> and like I remember getting out and uh, he turned around to me and he was like how could you fall asleep that was that was that was phenomenal yep. and I'm like I'm glad you enjoyed it but I was sleeping. <laughs> uh, the second time was uh, X-Men, where it was... Um, if you've listened to the Steve show, uh, you, uh, well, a little plug there. Nice. Um, I'll let you plug your shit in a minute, by the I way. We haven't you. done that. Um, it was me, Dave, Alex, and Stu. Right. It were all, it were all feature on Steve show episode one. Uh, we went to see uh, Days of Future Past. Uh, we were a couple of minutes in, and then we just... All fell asleep. Um, I didn't know about them, of course, until the end of it. And I'm well, like, all sorry, did, did anybody? Did anybody watch that movie? And like everybody sheepishly went like, was like, no, I fell asleep. What about you? And we all figured out that we'd all fallen asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the third time was when uh, I went to see oh, last Saturday. I went to see the Lego Movie. Um, oh, it was fantastic. It was so good, but I was just really tired. <laughs> so like, sort of like in the middle bit where he gets captured by a Lego brick, I think. Don't ask me. That's not a spoiler because it's too unspecific. Uh, I just, I just went. I just fell asleep, and then at the end, I woke up and enjoyed a bit of the end of it, and it was really funny. But I just, I really like that guy. Uh, you know, the one that does the voice for Lego, Lego Batman, the one from Arrested Development. Why is his name? name? Why is his name evading me right now? Well, his name's Joe in Arrested Development. Have you seen Arrested Development? Some never really got into it. There's some shows out there just never really got into. It's a shame. Fantastic. Um, yeah. What well, I mean, if anybody's still listening, and actually, to be fair, the the subscribers that we have shows that people listen towards the end, which is great. Yeah. Would you like to plug your show? I'd love to. So, if you don't already recognize my voice, I host uh, Whiskey and Words, which is also on the Nod Network. Uh, and we regularly have authors on the show to read out their work and to 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 talk about writing and the process about it as well. So if you're out there and if you write where you like writing, where you just like books, where you're a fan of words, uh, or whiskey, we talk about that too. Uh, check out Whiskey and Words on nerdod.com. So what I found interesting was um, that I didn't realize that you were recording all your episodes in Zifferblatt until recently. Uh, yeah, I, I recorded the first four there. And then I've recorded the remainder of the first season. I recorded that at home just because for background noise, man. Back, like I like a bit of ambiance every now and again. But the one of the last episodes I was listening to, I think it was episode four with, uh, with Ellie Pascal, there was like somebody outside the room just like really going for it verbally, <laughs> just like loud. And there was like someone like smashing plates in a sink. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, guys, we're done here. Chill we're out. done here. What so. gets me out of Ziffabat is it seems to be the place that the students go to. Um, yeah. It's a young crowd. 
and yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I love it. Yeah, I, I love the, I love the um, place, and I would record more episodes there just for the noise. That's all. So that's why I did that. The last time I we return, went, but the last time we went was pretty interesting. Uh, me and Alex, uh, he's a guy from episode one of Steve's show again. Um, we decided that we were going to go for a night out. We were going to go for a couple of drinks. We were going to get some food. Then we were going to maybe watch a movie. And then we were going to go out, out in Manchester. And so, but this plan all fell apart when, first of all, we went to that bar that has the uh, N64s in the booths, which is amazing. And they have live music and they give you free chicken nuggets and chips. Where um, is that? <laughs> it's, it's my favourite bar. It's by... Uh, it's not far from Piccadilly. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Hard... It's it's underneath a, um, a hostel. Uh, it's in the northern By Hatter's? Underneath the Hatter's hostel? No. Um, anyway, find out and tell me, because Chicken Nuggets N64, I want this. It's amazing. And they also have these um, emulator consoles where you can play nice. Sonic 1 and 2. Uh, and all the Mega Drive games like Streets of Rage cool. and stuff. Um, why was I telling you this? Oh yeah, so we went to there first, uh, had a couple of drinks, had some chicken nuggets and chips, um, and then we were like, right, let's go and get actual food now rather than nibbles. Hmm. Um, let's go to Pie and Ale. Right, yeah. So anybody who lives in Manchester or near Manchester needs to do a Google search right now for Pie and Ale because it's fantastic. Yes. Although we made two fundamental mistakes. One which was ordering the bread and hummus to start and sharing. I disagree. Bread and hummus is never a mistake. Well, it, I don't care how we full were you are. Just getting bread and hummus it would have been fine. Two, filling up on what was potentially the most filling up food that you could ever eat ever as in pie and mash. I've never felt that sort of starchy and Full and heavy before, like it's the I best kind like, of feeling. What are you I talking felt, about? I felt like I felt like a weeble, you know, like wobble, <laughs> wobble, but they don't fall down. Like I felt bottom heavy. Nice. I felt I felt safe in the fact that nothing could knock me over, but at the same time, I just couldn't move. I was, I just, I felt, as I say, I felt heavy on the bottom and not on the top. It was such a weird. Such a, a a very strange can that feeling be, to have. Can that be the title of your autobiography? <laughs> yeah. Heavy on the bottom, not on the top. <laughs> I just felt like I just felt egg shaped. Nice. <laughs> and I felt like I would have behaved like an egg if I would have fallen over. Like it just would have come back up again. But like <laughs> me and Alex kind of looked at each other after having far too much food, far too much pie and mash, and we were just like, we're not, we're not. We're not doing anything more tonight. If we go to the Odeon, like the second we get in there, we're falling asleep. <laughs> so we're like, let's go to let's go to Zifferblatt because we need a coffee and to just sit down and be still. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to uh, we went to Zifferblatt and we had a coffee and uh, and we played chess and it was awesome. Nice. It was actually a really good uh, nice night, uh, which was a good alternative to going out and getting wasted. 35 years old apparently that's my life no, now. tell me about it like I'm, I went to a gin festival the other night and I won't that's go in, awesome I won't go into big details but it was a 50s themed in Manchester Cathedral which was awesome yeah but the average age in that room was about 42 and I felt I, I didn't really make a dent in that age <laughs> like there was there was it was an older crowd and I felt it but also I realised that that's totally me now like I turned 32 yeah. a few weeks ago and 
I this is my life now. Like Friday night, I'm in bed. Like I'm in my house. I've got a hot chocolate slippers on. Like that's my life now, and I'm not even bothered. Like I'm fine with that now. Yeah. People are like, oh, oh, we're going out Friday. Night. I'm like, see ya. <laughs> Bye. Have a good time. I'll be Let here. Me know how it goes, but I'm, tomorrow because I'm getting an early night. Yeah, I'm gonna be here in my in my comfy pants and pajamas yeah, watching Mock the Week me. with a hot chocolate. Like that's my Friday night, and I don't give a fuck who knows about it because I'm all for it. I recommend it to anybody out there. Uh, a nice quiet Friday. With a bit of Dairo Breen and a cup of cocoa. That's brilliant. I was just about to make a point and I've completely forgotten what Sorry it was. About that. What what were you saying before the cup of cocoa bit? Whiskey and words. Oh yeah, the whiskey. Yeah, well that was that was quite <laughs> far back, but it was to do with that, that gin thing you were just talking about. What that reminds me of, that, that that thing that you went to, was like everybody's there with smoking jackets on these big leather seats, like just ranting about the world. Do you remember oh, uh, yeah. what was his name? Harry Enfield. The Harry oh, yeah. Enfield show yeah. was like very drunk. Yeah. <laughs> no, that yeah. was that wasn't Harry Enfield. That no, was, it was um, a Paul Whitehouse. Yeah, uh, what was it called? Fashion. The Fast Show. Yeah. yeah. Very, very drunk. There's balls, balls. Felt that way, but in a good way. Yeah. In the best way. That's what. That's that's where your life is heading. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. She just just the only difference is it's going to be a microphone in front of you rather than a, a screen. Do you know uh, what? A video camera. I, you know what? That's that's happening. Who knows? Season two whiskey words. That could that could be it. That could be the time when I find this is a, a preview. This yeah. is a preview. Is uh, I'm I was not once a time I was out with is many people and, uh, and they were like Dave Dave um, and was very very drunk you <laughs> that's going to be you your put, life you put that out there Dan is going to punch you twice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean hopefully people that listen to this will either remember that or go and google it now but yeah. that's going to be what your life yep. is going to be like I'm all for it. I welcome it I welcome it <laughs> oh, maybe 30 maybe 10 I think it's time to wrap up probably I think that's What's bizarre about this is I don't know uh, because I, I, we have we can't really give each other feedback about what we've just done, but I'm pretty sure Dan's going to be happy with this, and I think Reg might mostly, be too. mostly. I think you'll have some concerns about our tangents. I think you'll have some concerns about what do you think he thinks the highlights will be and the 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 low points will be. I think I think the highlights for Dan will be that there was at least some kind of structure. Yeah. Um, that you only had a couple minutes to talk about your Microsoft win. <laughs> we kept that to a minimum. And Microsoft we, money, yo. Yeah, that's right. Gang signs. <laughs> and then we, we, we did a bit of console-relevant uh, you know, talk. Yeah, yeah. So I think you like that. I don't think he'll uh, like us accusing him of bringing a Harajuku girl back in his suitcase. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. He could. He could. Um, I also don't think he'll like me uh, admitting that I've never seen a Ghibli film. Yeah. I think he'll have a problem with that. It's, I think he'll just advise you to watch oh, a good. Ghibli film. Okay, good. Um, I think, uh, I don't know if we were quite blue enough for Reg. I think, you blue? Know, yeah, a bit of blue humour in there. I'm not sure. I think he likes a bit of that. <laughs> Reg after dark. Reg after dark. Which I want to be a thing, by the way. Reg, if you're listening. Um, I want it. Um, but I think he'll be upset that you didn't get Shenmue, right? Dave just... Dave's eyes just glared over when he said that. I want it. I want Reg After Dark. It's not a question anymore. Um, you'd be upset with you for forgetting Shinobi. Shinobi. For sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for a shuriken, shoo, shoo, shuriken, whatever it's called. Um, Shemu. I understand that, Reg. Don't hurt me. Um, but yeah. But other, otherwise, I think, apart from the fact that we've gone somewhat over time, I think. Nah, it's normally... That's a good time. Yeah, is that good? Okay, yeah. Good. Uh, ignoring what Reg and Dan think, uh, to the listeners, thanks very much for listening. Thank you. Uh, I've been Sean. I've been Dave. Uh, it's, it's time.
have to get off. See ya. Bye. Bye.